The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Mark Amtower of Amtower and Company, which is entirely responsible for its content. This is Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Every week, author, speaker, consultant Mark Amtower gives you his take on what's going on in the world of federal marketing. Now, your host, Mark Amtower. Welcome to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. It's time for my annual AFCA small business show. So I brought in three of the key players. Tom Wilson, president of Intellect, uh, Eric Strauss, director of business development for uh, Connected Logistics, and the lovely and talented Elizabeth Moon, who is the manager of small biz programs at AFCA. First timer, Elizabeth, you were here before. I was. Yeah. My second time. There you go. So Tan is the on, only first timer. So, uh, so Tan, as the first timer, uh, tell us who you are, what you do, what Intellect does, please, and capture reports too, please. Okay. Yeah. So, Tan Wilson, president of Intellect. We are a boutique uh, business development, capture, and proposal development company. Um, I got my start in uh, government contracting on the upside, so I probably have sat in every seat that anybody of who's listening right now has probably sat in. Uh, what we do is we are a process-focused uh, boutique shop uh, where we focus on the people, processes, and the tools. So our tagline is plan, prepare, and expect to win. And that's kind of what we really try to do is to uh, empower our customers to make the best decisions um, and to implement the best tools that fits their organizational needs. My background, I'm actually a chemist by trade. Um, so oh, I kind of process oriented. I'm <laughs> very process oriented. If this happens and that happens, it's very logical for me. But the way I started my business was I, I saw that small businesses were uh, needing some, uh, you know, big processes and, and big picture ideas and um, uh, experience that maybe they couldn't do internally and, and grow organically. So um, we've been working with um, not only small businesses, but also mid-tier and large businesses to kind of like break that threshold, you know, be able to capture more work. Uh, we do a lot of staff augmentation type of work. So, you know, even the large businesses bring us on. They don't have the bandwidth all the time to do all their proposals. Um, you know, they need outside resources and outside SMEs, and so they come to me. Um, and so we have been doing that for going on 15 years. So happy to, you know, be part of this, uh, this great community that I call my GovCon um, people. Uh, and uh, I also co-founded Capture Reports um, several years back um, with Tom Petruska. The late Tom Petruska and I were very close colleagues. Um, and we saw a need where uh, small businesses did not have the right capture plans, capture tools, and knowledge to to really go after some large efforts. So um, we've kind of put that on hold since Tom's passing. It's been, you know, kind of tough. I've lost a really close mentor and a friend um, in, in the business. And so, uh, you know, we are reviving a few different things. There's some FY20 things that are coming out for intellect, but we're always continuing to push the envelope and see where we can make uh, small and mid-tier businesses um, more competitive and compete in a smarter environment. So, you know, hashtag work harder, not, you know, work smarter, not harder um, type of mentality. That's the approach that we take. So, Eric, good to be back. Actually, this is my third time. I'm Pleasure gonna, having you back. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, third time's the charm here. Uh, my background and experience, um, been uh, in the business world for over 20 years now. Uh, so, 
I think I'm on the older side of the three of us here. And um, Three of you. <laughs> I, I spent seven years with IBM, uh, the public sector supply chain practice focused on the Army uh, space, and then the last seven and a half years with Connected Logistics, where I'm director of business development. So before that, by the way, I was self-employed. Uh, actually, uh, my first employer was uh, Hubbard Broadcasting, U.S. Satellite Broadcasting. Yep. And um, over the last uh, seven years, really, it's it's been a lot of fun uh, working back again in the small business space and and Connect Logistics, the Army DLA. Uh, we do we do a lot of work, especially Army PEOEIS, a lot of uh, IT support, uh, network operations work, acquisition support, CETA support, program management. And we really like to get our hands dirty with um, enterprise IT programs that affect every soldier, uh, every Army civilian, whatever the case might be. So it's been great on that front. But uh, one of the things that I have loved doing over the last couple of years is is melding my work with FCA with uh, the work I do and get paid for uh, by Connect Logistics. And obviously, that's what we're going to talk about later today. Yeah. And you do P-E-O-E-I-S. So you're primarily at Belfar most of the time. Yep, that that's right. We're in our office. My office is in Springfield, just a couple miles from uh, Fort Belvoir, and most of our workforce is at Fort Belvoir. Okay, because uh, as as I told you, and I'll tell the audience, I mentioned you last week to uh, somebody, and and the response was, "Oh, the guy that makes bow ties look good." <laughs> good Elizabeth, hey, thanks for having me back. So for those of you who don't know what FCA is, we connect people, ideas, and solutions. And it's primarily in the federal market. And we support national security by helping these small businesses bring their innovations to the larges that they prime with and the government and the military. So I get to work. I've been doing it for two years. And I love my job. I get to connect people and help bring value for everyone's AFCIA membership. Yeah, and and the Armed Forces Communications and Electronics Association has been around for like ever. Well, I was going to say forever, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> forever as far as we're concerned. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's definitely uh, one of the older, if not the oldest, trade association, if you can call it that, for the government contracting community. Um, but we're, we're going to talk about the Small Business Committee. Elizabeth is in charge of that. Tan, you are now the president of the small – chairman, what got us in progress, what? I, did I get a promotion, Eric? Because, <laughs> well, who's uh, doing what? <laughs> <laughs> No, I am the puppet master. No, no, no. Um, I'm the incoming co-chair for the SBC, so I take my leadership cues from my esteemed colleague here to my left, Eric. Um, And so between the two of us, we are setting the initiatives and, you know, keeping the SBC moving forward on new and fun things. And, you know, just to to add to that and to go back to something that Elizabeth mentioned 70% 70% of FCA members are small businesses or represent small businesses. And so one of the things that got me excited about getting involved at the FCA international level with the Small Business Committee is that the Small Business Committee represents such a wide swath of members. It's not, it's not like, you know, we're only focused on Intel space or we're only focused on, you know, one of the services or something else. Um, we, we really have uh, yeah. wide, wide swath, and it's worth mentioning 
if we haven't already, uh, 140 chapters worldwide. So FCA not only has it been around a long time, um, but huge presence worldwide. And I think, Elizabeth, about one-third of the total members are in the National Capital Region. Yeah. Yeah, so so significant you know, presence here with all of the, the chapters, uh, Bel- uh, Belvoir, Bethesda, D.C. But, yeah, so I'm glad that you mentioned that, that each of our chapters is really focused on some really unique uh, areas. Uh, and so, you know, Bethesda chapter is, is very focused on, on health IT, you know, Belvoir, obviously, Army, PEO. Um, Nova has the, you know, the major big four uh, DOD organizations. And, and so, you know, the great thing about FCA, even though we're, you know, one of the oldest, is that we are forever evolving and listening to what our members really want. And that was one of the big things that, you know, Eric and I want to focus on in the SBC is that there are so many small business concerns that businesses face all the time. You know, we obviously can't meet or tackle or, you know, be able to address all of them. But we do listen to our members, uh, especially our board members, uh, members who are part of the association. Uh, you know, chapters are being, you know, considered all the time. You know, I, I'm, I'm working closely with uh, contingency out of Charlotte, North Carolina, where we're trying to figure out a way to start a, a Charlotte chapter, which they don't have, by the way, which kind of dumbfounds me because of all the the different, you know, technology areas and and things like that down the Charlotte area. So, uh, again, we are older. We are ever for evolving. And so that's what I really like about being involved with ASEA is that they listen to their members, Um, you know, and the SBC is just a prime example of, you know, one of the flagship subcommittees really within the ASEA group. We're going to take a break at that. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio part of the Federal News Network. I'll return with Tan, Elizabeth, and Eric right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Mark Amtower. I'm here with Tan Wilson, president of Intellect, uh, Eric Strauss, the director of business development for Connected Logistics, and Elizabeth Moon, the manager of the small business programs of AFSEA. And that's the focus of our show today the small business uh, programs and the small business committee activity of AFSEA. Uh, Elizabeth, give the AFSEA uh, uh, website, please. Yes, that's afcea.org. Don? So, Intellect LLC is E-N-T-E-L-L-E-C-T-L-L-C.com. You may find me best at uh, Ton Wilson on LinkedIn, I've been kind of burning up LinkedIn lately, so that's probably the best place to get a hold of me. And we're also on Facebook at Intellect Consultants. There you go. And uh, for myself, Eric, uh, you can find me at logc2.com. That's uh, L-O-G, letter C, number two, dot com for Connect Logistics website. And, of course, on LinkedIn, uh, Eric Strauss or Eric P. Strauss. Strauss. That's right. Yep. We, we, we need that differentiator from all those other <laughs> Eric Strausses out there. Um, all right. So activities. I got involved in, uh, in AFCA only two years ago, and uh, your predecessor said, why don't you apply to be on the small business committee? And I go, what I got to do? And she says, what you usually do. Okay. 
So I'm going, well, I'm not quite sure what that is, but we'll give it a shot. Not sure how to take that, right? <laughs> Become a corporate member. That's your uh, first step. There you go. Anyway, the, the Small Business Committee is involved in a great many things. Elizabeth, you just posted something uh, in the last 48 hours about a successful event down in one of my favorite cities, San Antonio. Yeah, I was so fortunate to support AFSIA's Alamo chapter in their ACE conference this past week. Um, they had over 3,200 registered um, and then... 3,200? Yes. That's and fantastic. And then 2,800 plus attendees. So Wow. Yeah. And I specifically helped support... We had an AFSIA showcase where we got to showcase five innovative companies in front of some amazing judges and moderators. When the military can't participate as a judge, they can moderate, so they still get that chance to network and get that visibility and um, declare a winner. Your prize is the visibility and um, the great connections. So it was a great event. 3,200 registrants, 2,800 showed, though. Wow. Yeah, it was a great great. great event. They do a great job down there. Send send them a little congratulations statue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so just to to expand on that, though, I mean, the the focus of the San Antonio chapter, it's defense health and obviously Army and what else? Air Force. Air Force. 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 San Antonio. And, you know, something Tan mentioned earlier, I mean, I I love that within FCA, there is literally and truly a home for everyone. So regardless of of what you're looking for or what you want to do or where you live or what level of time and effort you have to get involved, there's an opportunity in FCA. The key is to figure out where to spend your time to get the most value. Because you could be going to an FCA event every day of the week. Yeah. Um, But, you know, with that said, though, what I really like is the diversity and the variety of opportunities, right? So you don't have to go to a big Alamo, you know, like chapter event or a conference like that to get a lot of that information, although that is quite the event to go to, um, as well as, you know, the, the West Conference and the TechNet Augusta um, TechNet so, everywhere. A TechNet everywhere, yeah. right? Baltimore. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, the, the great thing is, is just, you know, the basic principles of like of Capture and BD, right? Um, who is your end customer? Who do you sell to? Where is the money going? And, and who buys the type of services or products or innovations that you're selling? And so it, it really does kind of help BD staff within small organizations really kind of focus you know, their BNP funds. You can't be everywhere. You can't afford to attend everything. But isn't it nice to be able to say focus in on a chapter or focus in on certain events that you can kind of plan for um, each year? And that's kind of what I advise my clients when they're selecting, you know, well, what opportunities or what events do I go to? Um, and I, you know, there are some where save your money, don't go there. You know, it's just the buyer's not going to be there or whatever. But to have an organization that advocates for small businesses across so many different, you know, technology areas and have the buyers there, the key decision makers there, not only contributing, but also participating in those events is priceless, really, to be perfectly honest. And so to put a plug in for TechNet, you know, um, TechNet Fort Bragg in April, um, April 21st and the 22nd, we're in the process of accepting white papers right now for presenters. Well, you know, all the cyber AI data work is being moved down that area. So, you know, that's definitely something that is going to be, you know, very interested, you know, for a lot of different people across the board. So um, I highly recommend, you know, 
your your viewers here and to to keep an eye on the calendar because it's ever evolving. Yeah, but Elizabeth, uh, talk to me about TechNet because there are TechNets, TechNets literally all over the world. Uh, yes, this past week they had TechNet Indo Pacific in Hawaii, and so that really gathered. You didn't that invite whole, me to go. I, I'm sorry. Here, yes, <laughs> I will speak at that invited. event next yes. year if you'd like. Exactly. exactly. So, and then we have TechNet Augusta and TechNet Cyber, which is in Baltimore. So. And Eric, do they do a TechNet at Belvoir, or you just do your your big events? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so we don't we don't call it TechNet, but we do have a a big annual event. It's called FCA Belvoir Industry Days, and we just announced last week uh, the dates for this coming year, 2020. It's going to be April 29th, 30th, and May 1st, and it's at the Gaylord uh, National Convention Center uh, just outside of D.C. Phenomenal event. Last uh, last year we had, I believe, about 1,500 people, so not as big last year as uh, ACE, the Alamo ACE Conference, but I guess that's our new goal is uh, more than more than 3,000, yeah. I heard your event is really nice, and you guys serve sushi. Well, and we look forward to seeing you here <laughs> yeah, uh, this year. Yeah, I remember you missed it last year, but yeah, yeah. So, so just maybe if I can, let me let me expand on on the FCA uh, Belvoir Industry Days event, right? Because as Tom mentioned, uh, at the Belvoir chapter, we're all about um, about Army, PEO, EIS, R Cyber, and DLA and DITRA and other uh, Fort Belvoir tenant agencies and and organizations. And so we've got we've got a great event. It's three days. Uh, we hear from program managers and product managers and PEOs and uh, small business uh, folks, Office of Small Business Program Directors uh, from across the board at uh, Belvoir. And it is, and I, I'm not saying this uh, from my experience, but I've heard repeatedly from folks, it is the best way to get in front of and talk to a dozen, 18, two dozen uh, decision makers in three days uh, that I have uh, seen in years. Yeah, and and there's when when Tan mentioned you could go to uh, FC events every day. You go to a lot of events every day, but a lot of them are what I would call photo op events. You know, the CIO is going to be there. They're going to say the same thing they did the week before and the week before that and the week before that. And you know, you get to meet them. You can take photo, uh, but you're you're not meeting the frontline managers necessarily. And I did speak at your event. I think two years ago, Eric, and. Yep, that's uh, right. Um, you know, it, it was huge. Uh, I don't know how many there were then, but, you know, there had to be at least 1,000, 1,100 uh, two years ago. So congrats on bumping it up last year and go higher this year. Thank you. Go after San Antonio. So I think that the key ROI on those opportunities, and I agree with you, Mark, there are times where you go to an event and you're like, well, my PM's not going to be there. My buyer, my key decision maker from the agency or organization's not going to be there. But you know who is there that really kind of gets, you know, kind of pushed aside or discredited sometimes are the key primes um, on a lot of those contracts who, who really do have the contract vehicles and the opportunities that small businesses are looking for. So, you know, part of it is hearing from the government. The other part of it that I think is crucial is getting out there and, and meeting other primes and, and understanding from industry, you know, who is in what space doing your capture intel and, and, and making those relationships that you can't make via the internet or via LinkedIn, um, that will only get you so far. You still need to get out there and kind of press the flesh, so to speak. 
so it, it's like you're teeing everything up these softballs for me. Um, uh, That's so, my job. So Ar- Army, uh, pardon me, FCA Belvoir Industry Days last year. The first event we had um, the after- an afternoon was with the Chess Program Office uh, talking about ITS 3S, and it was just a couple months after the ITS 3S IDIQ uh, had had gone live, and they were releasing uh, requirements and RFIs and everything else. So there are 135 ITES 3S primes. We had the decision makers from the chess office speaking on a panel, and we had over 225 people representing over 75 of those 135 ITES 3S primes that afternoon. And it was great networking and socialization and getting to, you know, getting to understand what challenge, challenges are other people running into and how are they running uh, their ITES operation. Now, there's two main reasons to go to events, either education or networking. And when you can hit both. Both? Win-win. Uh, yeah. So my, my third is proximity because I'm in central Maryland and you guys aren't. Um, <laughs> um, so let's, let's talk about let's talk about taking a break because I'm not watching the clock. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. We shall return right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Uh, We're going to take a little dive into the mechanizations, if that's the right word, of uh, the Small Business Committee. So, Eric, why why did you join AFCIA and the SBC? Uh, so that that is a great question. And Mark, as we were walking in uh, earlier, you mentioned um, that we operate in a market of relationships, and that that could not be more true, right? In in all things in the federal government and contracting world. Uh, so in in my experience, now fifteen plus years uh, in this industry, it's it's about who you know and being able to quickly find out the information you need to be effective at pursuing a given opportunity and delivering uh, ultimately after after you win uh, any given proposal or bid. And FCA, both at the chapter level and FCA International, um, in my experience, uh, participating on the Small Business Committee is phenomenal for exactly that. So just to give you one, one example, and, and I can't go into too much detail right now, but just a couple months ago on the Small Business Committee, we had a speaker who was talking about some really interesting and insightful things uh, that caught my attention. And um, we struck up a conversation, and we're currently doing work with her. Um, and, and, and that was you know, literally just in the last, last couple of months. Uh, we found uh, teaming partners uh, at FC events. Uh, we've developed relationships that we never would have developed and, the, and the, the level and depth of those relationships that we never would have gotten into if it were just – you know, two people getting together for coffee, and that's the end of it. So you're telling me I shouldn't attend the meetings via phone. <laughs> <laughs> that that is See, true. If you come in person, then you can attend my after event. Yeah, but I don't yeah, drink, <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, the the relationship thing. Uh, Elizabeth mentioned to me, uh, I don't know, five or six months ago, that she was helping San Antonio put together this really successful event. And, and I said, well, do you know my friend, and this is a shout out, Anthony, uh, my friend Anthony Ruiz down in San Antonio is the regional SBA director, and I, I hooked him up, and apparently he helped some. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you connected me with him, I connected him with um, Bill Robinson in Alamo, 
and they had been trying to get a hold of him for months. So it was the perfect connection, perfect timing. So they really appreciated it. Cool. Well, I'll have to tell him to answer his phone more frequently. (laughs) Talon, why did you uh, get involved? So for all the reasons that Eric has already mentioned, because he stole my thunder a little bit. uh, But yeah, we, you know, we all do things, you know, for for business reasons. Part of it is altruistic reasons. Uh, You know, I I advocate uh, and educate small businesses, especially veteran-owned businesses all the time. And speak at a number of agency uh, small business conferences and the NVSBC conference with Scott Denniston's group. And I just want to kind of continue to be able to like advocate and be an active contributor in small business successes. And so I figured the best way for me to do that was to expand my network. And I, I will speak, you know, from a B2B standpoint because I, I don't contract directly with the government, although I have been a government contractor, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, have a few war wounds, can kind of speak to a lot of different <laughs> things. Um, I'm aged for it, maybe a little jaded, um, too. But um, the you know the the one thing that I really liked about it was my ability to be that purple unicorn in the room and on stage. And so being and representing my company on the SBC has been huge for me from a business standpoint. It's, it's been huge for a lot of um, our SBC members, too, from teaming and winning contracts and just the overall you know, corporate exposure is that um, I track metrics. I'm a data person. And so within the last year of my being on the SBC, it's my second year. I was you know, uh, nominated as a small business person in the Small Business Company Award my first year on the SBC. Um, as well as now I'm sitting here as co-chair, who would have thunk a year ago that I'd be sitting here as co-chair of, you know, a new board member. Uh, but eight, uh, five of my eight new clients that we've signed within the last year have been SBC and or FCM members. And so who can speak on the ROI? That's, that's fabulous from any company standpoint. Uh, but, you know, I truly value and, and uh, find it uh, not only rewarding, but it's also been, you know, very good for business, too. So There you go. And you're there because it's your job. Yeah. We have some great tools in our corporate membership to help you get those connections and get more visibility. I wanted to shout out particularly our corporate member in the news feature. So when your company has a press release, we have a spot on our site where you submit that and it goes out to our network. And a lot of times um, our different social media outlets will pick that up as well. So it's just another great way that's included in your membership to get your name out there. I love the corporate directory myself. Yes. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of things. But let's let's go through some of the committees we have. Um, So we have uh, an awards committee, obviously. So – Sure. Yeah, let me let me take a crack at that. Um, the uh, the FCA Small Business Committee Awards Subcommittee is, you can imagine, is all focused on uh, identifying and highlighting really, really, really impressive talent out there. Not just um, company, small businesses and companies who happen to be corporate members, but our government counterparts. Right. So those those individuals within the government that are advocating for small businesses that are really standing up, standing up for small businesses, that are giving small businesses opportunities they might not otherwise have. Um, so we've got, we've got a number of awards. Those are all um, presented at uh, FCA TechNet in Baltimore, and uh, that's usually in May of each year. Um, but, yeah, the, the awards committee, phenomenal 
opportunity for anyone on the on the committee, but also those individuals that are that are nominated uh, for some of the different awards. Yeah, and if Scott were still at VA, Scott Denniston, whom Scott Tom Denniston, mentioned, my, yes, uh, Scott Scott was the uh, Ostabu at VA for probably twenty plus years, and he was wonderful. He helped so many companies. Um, so um, programs and training. Um, I've done a little bit of that for you guys now. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, that's finding our monthly speakers. That's part a big part of it. We have some really amazing speakers that come in each month and and inform us of all the developments in whatever field they're particular to. So it's a really great program. So it, and you know some of the, some of those speakers. I think it's it's worth mentioning. We had. Um, the uh, director of the Office of Small Business Programs for USAID um, that is doing very impressive things with small businesses, not just um, within the continental United States, but overseas uh, across the world, which is where a lot of their money is spent. Uh, we've had discussions, Tan and Elizabeth and I have had discussions with um, some upcoming speakers, including um, uh, DIA, I believe, yep. uh, Defense Intelligence Agency, uh, where, again, uh, there's, there's a lot that doesn't make the news. Uh, but a lot of opportunity for small businesses in that space. Yeah, but in addition to the government counterparts, too, uh, within the OSDEBU offices, the small business offices, the procurement offices, uh, you know, we've had great conversations with GSA regarding, you know, the uh, the schedule consolidations and how that's going to impact, you know, small businesses, as well as the last one, CMMC, from one of our SBC members and how CMMC is going to affect not only DOD but FedCiv contractors uh, you know, the one that kind of is close and dear to my heart is when we bring industry experts in, too, to talk about different industry-related items that are going to impact small businesses, such as, you know, bid protests, um, things like that. So we continually listen, again, listen to our members, and the programming committee really works hard to find, you know, what topics, what speakers um, that our members have access to that if collectively you wanted to hear from this person, you may not have that access or you may not have that connection to, to hear from them. Okay. You want to take webinars, Elizabeth? Sure. Webinars are our way to connect with, <clears throat> especially with those outside the national capital region. region. So we just had one that you gave us a couple months ago, and mm. any AFSIA member can access that in the portal and it's great information on um, marketing to the federal government and becoming a subject matter expert. So the webinars are a way to provide value to people, especially who can't make it to a local event. I would say, uh, Mark, to your listeners, too, um, this is our, our listening tour that we're kind of doing here, is we are in the process of developing the, uh, the FY20 list of webinars and so, you know, there is never, you know, a lack of webinars out there, just like conferences and events to go to. So, you know, what is it that your listeners really want to hear? What, you know, what really would motivate them to kind of want to listen to it? And, you know, we will definitely work our best to try to get that topic, you know, and, and to, to light here. Um, but we, we really are looking to your listeners to provide to us with, you know, information and, and, and some topic ideas. So um, definitely send them over to Elizabeth or FCA. Cool. Um, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. We'll be back to wrap up right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Uh, again, I'm here today with Tom Wilson, uh, president of Intellect, Eric Strauss, 
director of BD at Connected Logistics, and Elizabeth Moon, the manager of small business programs at FCA International. Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about the two levels of membership, if you will. Yeah, so an important difference is that if you become an FCA member on an individual level, um, some people don't realize that if you join through an a chapter, you are actually also a member of AFCIA International. So you can change your chapter affiliation at any time, and you can attend international and chapter events, usually at a discount with that membership. And then to go to the next level, we highly encourage corporate membership because then that gives your company the visibility and the information and access rather than just an individual. So um, that's an important distinction. And again, you would be a member at a chapter and at an international level when you join. Okay. If you're a solo out there, go ahead and join as an individual right. and, you know, figure out which chapter is best for you. Because as Tom was talking earlier, every chapter has a significant focus, maybe not exclusive, but, you know, FCA Central Maryland, you do business at Fort Meade. Aberdeen, you do business at Aberdeen. Belvoir, you do business at Belvoir and the PEO. And most of the chapters, uh, at least in our national capital area, have that focus. And it's not difficult to find out who does what. All you have to do is ask Elizabeth. Yep. <laughs> ask me. We, we have a couple of other committees that I'd like to talk about. One that's just being stood up right now, uh, and that would be the uh, the innovation group. Yeah, that's a great one to highlight. So. Uh, historically, within FCA International, we've got the Small Business Committee and we have the Technology Committee and the Intel Committee and uh, Homeland Security and, and there are a number of other committees. But one of the things that, that we have seen within the Small Business Committee, um, a real um, groundswell for over the last uh, six plus months, is more focus on innovation and innovative ideas and how small businesses can really engage and be part of that innovation as it relates to you know government and the government contracting space. We've had uh, conversations over the last six months with a couple of our members, and we decided uh, over the last couple of weeks that uh, this would be a, a great opportunity for the Small Business Committee to form a subcommittee that's focused on innovation. And a lot of the groundwork has already been done with that um, over the last two years with the FCA Showcase Series uh, that highlights uh, innovative companies that we talked about a little bit earlier. But we want to take that beyond just... Uh, the the showcase and really put a committee together that is going to work between the small business committee and the FCA technology committee to help those uh, innovative ideas bubble up to the surface. So really excited about that uh, coming into 2020. Cool. And Tom, there is a mentor protege program, and I, I will admit to not knowing actually much about it at all. Well, that's okay. I'm here to educate you, Mark. There you go. The Mentor-Protégé program was my pet program that I came up with last year as being a first-time board member. And uh, I saw that there were a lot of new board members, a lot of members who may be new to the GovCon um, area who needed a little push or maybe need a little help as they grow their business on the GovCon side. And so I thought, well, you know, why don't we have a mentor-protege program? You know, SBA has one, and there's there's more formalized type of program. So my mentor-protege program at the SBC is kind of mentor-protege light, uh, I call it, because it's not a formal MP program that you're normally used to seeing. It is really a training wheel type of program where 
we bring C-level executives with other C-level executives and other larges out there who are mentoring some of our small businesses. And I will say that during the inaugural year, we had eight pairs uh, that we partnered together. Um, Khaki was a large business partner, just to name one of them. And we had several you know, small businesses who really are mid-tier companies, to be perfectly honest. They were very, very sophisticated company to the point where I said to myself, well, next year, if you really like this program, I expect you to sign up as a, uh, a mentor and, and kind of teach what you've learned along the ways because it was just impressive, really, Eric, right? Like to, to hear yeah. about the companies that were involved. And so we wanted to start off small. It's a, a five-month program. We are kicking off the new program for FY20 coming up here on February the 4th. It'll be over at the FCA headquarters between three and five. Uh, we are also then uh, releasing applications because it is an application process. Uh, we want to make sure that we pre-screen applicants to make sure that they understand their level of commitment, um, especially from the mentor side. You're just not signing up and me highlighting the fact that you're a mentor. You really kind of need to do the work. And, and these small businesses are really relying on you as a, as a mentor to provide them with critical, you know, like feedback and inputs and, and guidance on, on various things on, on how to grow, grow their business and to be as successful, you know, as, as they are currently. And so uh, we're, we're expanding that outside the SBC uh, this year. I know that our closing event um, earlier this year, uh, a good friend of mine, you know, from a small company called Octo Consulting, uh, Mehul Sangani was our, our speaker at that closing event. And, and I know just from that one event alone, we received uh, an incredible number of companies that were like, I want to be part of this program next year because I've seen what he's done. I've seen what other members, you know, have, have been able to accomplish um, through the Mentor Protege program. And so, well, you know, there's a little thing that you have to kind of be a corporate member to participate, um, corporate member in good standing, and it's at the C-level position. So it's not a peer-to-peer, but it definitely is a company-to-company type of mentor uh, program. There's just a lot of excitement um, on it. I think, you know, it's definitely what small businesses need um, at this point, and um, we're looking forward to another great year of it. Cool. Eric, you had another thing you wanted to talk about. Yes. Um, as I think back to my involvement in FCA, I've been involved over the last probably 10 years. And for the first six years, I was, you know, an occasional attendee at FCA Belvoir luncheons. But I was not involved beyond, you know, just being an attendee. And I wouldn't go to every event. And I, you know, probably only went to a couple of years. And what I realize now that I wish I would have known 10 years ago is that there are so many ways and so many inroads to get involved in FCA, or for that matter, in pretty much any organization. But speaking about FCA, you can get involved uh, at the FCA international level. You can get involved at the chapter level. You can get involved at a, at the subcommittee level, like subcommittee on the small business committee. There are just you know numerous ways right to get involved. And And I really wish that someone 10 years ago had pulled me aside and said, hey, you know, it's great that you're coming to luncheons, but where you get the real value is you take the next step or two uh, in, in the room. And the person that did that uh, for me about uh, four or five years ago was Alvy Johnson. And Alvy is the regional vice president for the National Capital Region. And he had been involved uh, in FCA Belvoir chapter for many years. And we were talking one day about, you know, wanting to, wanting to give back and opportunities for that. And, and he recommended uh, getting involved in the FCA Belvoir board. Uh, and I, I've uh, remained a member of the FCA Belvoir board. Uh, I am the chair of small business programs for FCA Belvoir. 
and get to interact with a lot of folks like DISA. We had a DISA event last week at Belvoir. Uh, DLA is a regular event, Army events, uh, all focused around small businesses doing work at Fort Belvoir. But it's just taking that next step. And for those who are uh, perhaps you know not familiar with FCA or trying to figure out you know where and how best to get involved, I, I would recommend just you know look down your your list of uh, LinkedIn contacts and and folks that you know and trust and reach out to them if they're you know in any way involved in FCA and ask them how did they get started and what would they recommend uh, for a good place to start for you. Yeah, and and all of the small business committee members are on the website. You don't have to be a member to go to the website and look at a lot of this stuff and. If you're listening, there, there's a lot of organizations out there that operate more like cliques. Yeah. FCA is not that way. The, the, the barriers to participation don't exist. So Judy Bratt, first-timer, member, uh, uh, member for, what, five months, she's now on the Small Business Committee. Uh, that is something where you actually have to apply for. It's not an automatic thing. But apparently she filled out the form very well. My, uh, I have a friend in Southern Florida, joined AFCIA three months later. He's the treasurer. So Mark, if you, you want up, to get yeah, involved. You bring up a really good point. And, and that was the whole, like, you know, why did I get involved? That was one of the other reasons, too. There's not a lack of associations that we all belong to, right? I belong to several of those within the NCL region. I will not mention them by name. But they are operating in a very much like in a click environment. I never felt like I was included. And I am not a shy wallflower kind of person. I am, you know, I've got a large personality. I'm hugely opinionated, but highly motivated. So you're either, you know, going to go with me with the stream or against the stream with me. And I felt like I could really focus my energy and, you know, my my focus and what I do well on an organization that not only made me feel included, but valued your contributions too. That's that's important too. You know, like we're all busy. We're all busy running our own businesses. We're all busy building our pipeline, building our network, nurturing our network to really not have to take the time and effort to volunteer for an organization that, I, A, doesn't appreciate you, or B, sees the value in what you're contributing. And we all contribute in a very different way. And so, you know, that's the best part of AFCIA is that, like we said at the first board meeting, we are a very active board. We are not a board member of, like, members by name. You know, we are very active in what we do, and that is the expectation that we have set for our, you know, board members this year is that you get out of this board and out of this organization what you put into it. Um, if you don't put anything, you don't show up, you don't do the work, you don't do your time, then you really have no one else to blame but yourself for what you get out of it or what your ROI is. Yep. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. This is not my day job. Some companies use LinkedIn well, uh, but mostly really too much on the table. LinkedIn can help you with branding, positioning, lead generation, account or agency-based marketing, differentiating your company, highlighting your SMEs, and much, much more. If you want to leverage this incredible tool, drop me a line at mark at federaldirect.net. And thank you for listening to Amtower Off-Center. You've been listening to Amtower Off-Center on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Tune in Mondays at noon or subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One. 